0: Hey everybody, Swings and Wrestling, we've got a special episode for you. We're going to go over our thoughts on Ring of Honor, past, present, future, what got us into it, what we feel they need to do to make it better, what they are doing that's making it better, what they're doing that's not making it better, and our general consensus on the state of Ring of Honor coming off of their latest free enterprise free enterprise and what they got going on in the future my name's adam i'm joined by Day De, uh day hall who will take it away
1: yes this is a subject very near and dear to my heart i don't know if i've mentioned this in the past but ring of honor was my gateway into indie wrestling let me set the scene for you a younger day hall sitting in his computer the end of 2009 Looking on, uh, PW Insider. Little, little headline pops up. Oh, check out this must-see match. So I did, and my mind was blown away. Do you know who was on that match? PJ Black. No. AJ Styles. No. Samoa Joe. No, none of them were in Chris in Danielson. 2009. You don't know anything about Ring of Honor, do you? Was it Dan Danhausen? No, the end of 2009. Was it, okay, let was me. It okay, okay. Samoa Joe. It was the American Wolves versus the Young Bucks from an episode of HD Net which I believe is turned into Access TV probably. Yeah. So like I said, the end of 2000 end of 2009, that match blew my fucking mind at the time cuz all I'd been watching was WWE and you know WCW before it was canceled. 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years prior yeah. to that. 10 year 10 years ago in that golden age. So, my mind was blown away and So I started doing research, looking up, figured out that I had HDNet so I could watch the weekly show, and I was. And from then on, the beginning of 2010 on, I bought every damn DVD that came out. I have all the ROH DVDs from 2010 to 2017.
0: But you got a good deal on some of them.
1: Oh, I got a great deal on some of them. Thank thank you, Black
0: Friday sales and delirious. Now, where was that in context to both of them? Both of them went to TNA, correct? Or just the Young Bucks? Both of them did. Um, The Young Bucks, it was
1: end of 2009, beginning of 2010, they ended up leaving. Um, From what I, interviews and stuff I've read, they weren't feeling very good about themselves. So they left. They ended up going to uh, it was TNA uh, and called themselves Generation Me. And then after that, they ended up going to Japan and
0: you know, blowing Cause, up. Because I know that they're not ones you think of. Ring of Honor. Um. Star Wars. Uh, I can't. Star Wars. You know, like, like Pillars of the Ring Pillar, of Honor. Yeah, yeah. Until later on, when right? They came back. Yeah. You don't really hear much about their original. Exactly. R H room.
1: But I do remember watching them, thinking, in my mind, they were like the second coming of the Hardy Boys because they had the tassels and everything and then when they were wrestling the American Wolves thinking Davey Richards was like the second coming of like Crispin Wall like just so good just because of his tights no (laughs) I felt like a lot of their moveset was the same Uh, definitely very submission based and everything it was just him and Eddie were just so good together I know I hate that they're not I, I hate that Eddie's not as good as he used to be like he can be but like they've had they've had him going in like this weird different direction with Kenny that he's just the Kendo Stick Tommy and Dreamer, kind of. And I would love to see him go back
0: to the American Wolves. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that the Kendo Stick thing like, has lasted as long as it has because it was yeah. normally with him and Sammy. Yeah, but they brought that out, and then he's still.
1: Well, I mean, going he, through that, he did go. He did have to go through it. To an insane asylum for a bit, and then got out thanks to Raven, I believe.
0: All right, that yeah. it will be for another episode because <laughs> that did not happen on Ring of Honor. Ever. No, no, so it did it could not. Could have, it, it could have. I mean, I'm glad it, it didn't. It did not because we're talking about Ring of Honor. I so how did you get into Ring of Honor? I think you asked me to go to Ring of Honor.
1: Oh, so the first time is when I took you. No, I didn't go. Was it the one in Charleston. in Charleston at the yeah. Civic Center? Mm-hmm. And I didn't go. Do you regret not going?
0: Yeah, I don't remember my reasoning. But, yeah.
1: I can tell you what, it was a lot of fun. We had front row seats right behind uh, Jim Cornette on commentary. And during intermission, I asked Jim Cornette, I said, hey man, how much will you give me for my vince russo autograph that a buddy of mine gave me one year as a christmas gift and he said i will give you five dollars to burn it and i said deal done let me see that five (laughs) dollars did he do it no
0: what did he say deal to your deal done (laughs) he just ignored me after that oh man so you should go up to him you know at another time and say hey remember we have that deal i should i've ripped my photo (laughs) I, I kind of want that $5. I'll just put the ashes in a little
1: urn and bring it to him. Here's the the ashes of my precious Vince Russo autograph.
0: I think, they, I think you'd probably like that. Yeah. Put it in a little urn. Because then you could have a Vince Russo picture ashes on a pole match. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, but I yeah. think I've always, like, skirted with it. I haven't been a true follower mm-hmm. of it. I've been on the outside. Though I do have opinions about it. But. So angry. I know. Well, people might question, how am I qualified to talk about Ring of Honor when it's just something I've skirted with? I mean, I wasn't going to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. But I mean.
1: Be, but I believe I've taken you to enough shows and made you watch enough you know, shows. I feel like I watched it. It's just. Well, I mean, you be you could be able to talk about the current state of Rainbow. Oh yeah,
0: for sure, and I can talk about the past. Yeah, because I know one thing that keeps me from watching it. Well, it did before it coming on at an odd friggin' time.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of like a market to market thing. So unfortunately, we're in the market where it comes on like late Saturday night, like twelve forty-five, and Sunday? and Sunday at like eleven thirty at night. Yeah,
0: the, and you would think that the market that we are in the West Virginia market, that you could have it during the day and you would have a lot of views and you'd have a lot of people wanting to watch wrestling besides it being on at basically midnight on a Saturday and 11.
1: Now, for a little bit, I did catch it during the afternoon on Saturdays before, but that was like during the off-season of like college football. Okay. But I don't know if they really do that much anymore, especially now with the XFL on.
0: Oh, (laughs) sure. (laughs) <laughs>
1: that's another podcast. I don't know
0: why we don't have that game going on right now.
1: I had it on for a few minutes today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah that's another yep. podcast. That's something yeah, else entirely. We can't, we can't
0: get off get off track here. No. But I think that hurts it because even like when I was a kid, do you know the best time I would watch watched wrestling?
1: Saturday mornings? Well, um,
0: yeah. Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. Like right after church because yeah. I'd be at my grandmother's house because yeah. that's where all the family would meet. And then, I'd just go in her bedroom and ignore everybody, and WWE would have that, I don't know what it like it was basically a recap show, I guess, Yeah. Raw and everything. I don't think they had any actual like live matches, but it was like an hour of what they've done over the week. Oh, okay. So I'd watch it. I think Jim Ross maybe have hosted it. That sounds about right. My, I never had a TV in my room as a child. And my family wasn't watching wrestling, so it wasn't always on the television. Yeah. That makes sense, because my dad wasn't going to watch it, so... Yeah. I never really watched it, so I'd go there and I'd have a TV to myself.
1: Which is always kind of surprising to me. I always feel like your dad could have been a wrestling fan.
0: Nope. He doesn't like that fake stuff. It's very hard to watch action movies with him, too, mm-hmm. because he just goes, That could never happen. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's that's fake.
1: That does sound like your dad.
0: It just takes you out of the... like. I think we watched maybe Die Hard 2. I was watching Die Hard 2 maybe. Yeah. He could not have done... I don't think it was the last one. But what was the one where they like ramped the car over the helicopter? The one... Not the second one. Because Samuel L. Jackson's in two of them, right? It must have been four. Or Probably. Live Free, Die Hard. Is there one after that?
1: I think so. Because isn't there one with him and his son?
0: I didn't watch that one.
1: Yeah, I didn't either.
0: It's just like, how does this keep happening to this one man? Right. Kind
1: of like... How does this keep happening to one company?
0: Yeah. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, how does it keep happening to one company? But I think the market... I think that I think the whole market hurts them. I think Sinclair owning them hurts them the most. Does that make sense? Because they don't have like a specific time they're on television. You get it at like noon. You get it at like one in the morning. You get, there's not. I mean, it's a set time that it happens. But you're not right. But like, it's not like the best time. It's not the best time it. that it's not coming on like for. It's not. We're, so other people might be getting it, but I don't think so at like four in the afternoon on a Saturday or a Sunday. Right. You don't have that like. Oh man, I've got to stay up to watch Ring of Honor, and I got to work. You know, and it's only like thirty minutes. It's an hour. Oh, it's an hour. Yeah. Was it thirty minutes at one time? Mm, no, it's, so it's always like been an, an hour. hour. Yeah. All right. I was wrong.
1: Now I know Ring of Honor. They've tried to mitigate that with um, the Honor Club because you can watch episode, old episodes, and they'll put the new ones up. Yeah. A couple days later, and, and they still have those
0: heart attack commercials on it too.
1: They do. And there's <laughs> there's like some other some other site that would premiere it on like Mondays or Tuesdays. Like
0: Fight has it, right?
1: Yeah. You can if you have Honor Club, you can watch it through Fight.
0: Okay. And also. Do you think those heart attack commercials hurt it? No. Because, like, if you're watching it and you're just like, ugh, why are they showing these terrible-ass commercials? No, because
1: I'm pretty sure they get revenue money from that, so I can... But it's,
0: like, the only show you see those commercials on. I
1: know. That and the, uh... was, like, Brett Favre would do,
0: like, the the fitted. Is it the one, too, like... Maybe it was just I would see it at night, too, but the old woman on the roller skates and it's like terrible-ass animation. Am I thinking of something else? I think you're thinking of something else. Oh, I don't man. remember saying that. <laughs> it's like 2D animation, and she's like like choppy frame rolling on roller skates. Um, But pe- sp-
1: still speaking of the TV product, I also don't think that them changing the format about midway last year has helped it either, because I've kind of stopped watching the TV episodes. Well, there's no point right right well it, when they first did it it was all it was basically highlights and parts of matches from shows that they would show on the honor club yeah uh they would put maybe little backstage interview segments on there but i'm like why am i going to watch this match on tv with commercials in it when i can watch it the full match without commercials on honor club well, they
0: should just show the free match anyways
1: the whole, the whole match yeah yeah I know they should but they they that's not how they do it uh but I think lately they've changed up a little bit like the main event will still be from one of those shows but then they like an hour before the show starts they usually tape an hour of
0: matches yeah which I think they should yeah that I should be the episode <coughs> you should have an episodic. Thing right with it that you're trying to tell a story. Like and I, I feel wish like that would be easier to do than trying to like cobble together this show, this show, and this show into one show.
1: Yeah, like I wish they would go back to what they used to do, where one whole they tape about a month's worth of TV in one night, and then that show would not air on Honor Club. Like it would just air on TV, and they build stories in that hour to the pay-per-views or to other shows.
0: Yeah. I mean, they could just do it that night. They have the technology. Like I said, Sinclair's a a million-dollar company. There's no reason that they couldn't just have it a week late, and you can still what you're showing live for the live... You could film an hour of television, or even two. You could film two hours of television. That could be your live event. For two hours. Or hour, I guess you could probably only almost put, like, what, three episodes because you'd count commer- take out commercials. That'd probably be, like, what, 45 minutes Yeah. of actual events. So you could almost probably do three in one night, have that spread out, still have your live events, and treat them kind of like a house show that you're not really for in storyline in a way. Well, no, they would still, because that's what they used to do.
1: They it, but instead of only f- filming like one or two episodes and then a live show yeah. on, it, that whole thing would be it, but they would still build towards the events and things that happen at those events would still impact the overall product. So like they would, like we'll take villain or er, uh, free enterprises for, yeah. as an example. So like they would do TV and stuff on there building up, saying oh this is going to happen at free enterprise da da da, then free enterprise would happen and then. TV coming out of that would reference those matches and things and still. So they were always a little more important than just house shows. Yeah. So, which, I mean, makes sense because they don't, they don't tour a whole lot. So it's not like, they, it's not like WWE where, like, you have weeks. No, I get TV that. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I know that they're not going to tour a whole lot, but they might, yeah. like I said, if they did three weeks at once, then you have like one or two live shows in between that you could just, do whatever.
1: Right, and that's
0: that's what they were doing. Like you just had like that Cole cabana thing. You could just have a fun thing that really doesn't amount to anything.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get what you're just saying now. Have like a fun night. Yeah. So. But yeah, I don't. I don't think. Their TV stuff's really helping.
0: I don't think the quality of it, like I'm not the production value. I think it's very lacking.
1: I think I'm just so used to it now that it do, I don't even like notice it. Doesn't, it doesn't like
0: if you look at other promotions that <clears throat> it's just basically almost the same that you'd get from an indie promotion that I watch on High Spots.
1: Yeah. Like it's definitely not like like it's bright enough to see the ring in the action but you almost never see the crowd.
0: Well, I mean I'm not talking about like the crowd, I'm just talking like the the visual quality of it. I don't feel like it's up there where it should. Like if you look at WWE, if you look at Ring of Honor, if you even look at Impact, I just feel like they have a crisper picture. It's just I don't know how to explain it. It's just visually more appealing to the other people. And there I don't understand why Ring of Honor can't have a professional looking show and I mean it does I mean the lighting you don't have to see the crowd but even the lighting looks bad sometimes and it might be the venues but I think yeah
1: I think it might some of it might be the venues too
0: it just I don't under I don't I don't know how to explain it it's just like they have like the contrast like up to the max I don't know It.
1: I mean I I remember that being a big criticism a couple years ago and it might be because
0: I've I mean that's what I went to school for is television production. I don't want to, you know, tout my knowledge. You don't want to brag. don't want to brag. But to me, they could, they could do better. Especially, like I said, being owned by Sinclair, it doesn't seem like they want to put the money into it as other companies. Right. If they're it. not fully behind Ring of Honor. They just have it to have it.
1: Well, I think that's kind of true and kind of not. Like, maybe they don't want to put the money in the production part, but I think they're putting money into, like, contracts and stuff like that now. So maybe the money just gets used differently than how it should. Like they don't, they like said, they don't really put it all in, like, production, and even though they have upped production values from when they first bought it to now. But, like I said, I think I think now a lot of it's putting into contracts and keeping people. And I mean, you have to. Yeah. I mean,
0: I guess you can't have it both ways, but like I said, they can still... I don't know. It just seems that's like a little thing that could improve the product immensely. Like, yeah. if you... If if I was a representative from Ring of... If I was a... Rest, if I was... How, if I was a TV market... And you were coming to me with, you had WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, and MLW. Visually, I would put Ring of Honor at the bottom. I, I would not agree with that. The put production them. value, I feel like they're at the the, the bottom
1: of it. No, because I think production, I think they're a little better than MLW. I don't think they're, like... I don't know if they're really in the middle. But I think they're closer to the bottom out of all of those. But I don't think they're the dead
0: bottom. I mean, I just put an MLW in there to make you a little happier. Yeah. <laughs> so they wouldn't be dead last in my well, they mind. They wouldn't be dead last in this yeah. model. Yeah. but... You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um... Which they might, but, I don't, I, 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 I don't, I've, I feel like if they were a separate company that happened to be on Sinclair Broadcasting Program, it would be better. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't,
1: I don't know about that, especially after last year. Because uh, I don't know if they would have had, like, the revenue to keep it going as well as they had have been with sinclair
0: like does that make sense yeah but they they would i don't i don't know what their books look like right and i don't think that's discussed. because they had to get a lot of money from all in and the production value of that looked great that's why i don't understand like the things that they help out with the production value is really good like and i'm you know what replace MLW with NWA like the picture just looks crisper it just Mm.
1: like I said I don't I don't really notice
0: that stuff I know
1: so I mean but I've heard that criticism before in the past so it's not unfounded criticism
0: well I would change that and speaking of all in and NWA I would quit helping people out with production. Because that seems to never go their way. Or I don't, it might be them, but it's just I don't, I don't understand their relationship with people. And they're very willing to do relationships with people. And then it just seems like once they're in a relationship, the person's like, hey, it's me, not you. And they're out. Well, I think that's hurt them. You're not wrong. A lot.
1: I think that has hurt them. Because I think a lot of the idea was back in, I want to say 2014, when they started their relationship with New Japan. That's when they really started to take off. They started drawing like 800 to 1,000 people to a lot of their shows. And they became big enough that Sinclair was like, ooh, we'll buy that. So I think in their mind relation, like they build relationships because it works for them. But then something happens and it sours and then like if you look at the New Japan relationship because New Japan is wanting to get into the American market themselves. They've been doing their own shows. I think they're like, well we don't really need you as much and also apparently a lot of the talent
0: weren't happy. No, that Madison Square Garden uh event, I guess you could call it. Yeah. I think soured that relationship. Or put more of a light on the souring. But I think I know <laughs> with like Marty that might a lot of people were thinking that might that relationship might come back. Yeah. And well, I don't know if Well it it already has,
1: because if you look at uh, Supercard of Honor, like, they have a lot of the Bullet Club, they've got Will Ospreay, and if you look at the events after the Madison Square Garden last year to the end of 2019, there weren't very many, if any, New Japan stars showing up on any of their shows. Even for their Global Wars and War of the World events, they kind of changed those, instead of being like ROH and New Japan, it was like ROH and CMM, CMLL. Because a lot of them were unhappy, I guess, about the way they were being used in Ring of Honor or treatment or something. I don't know for sure. I think it had to do with the run-in. I don't think that was the th- that was the whole thing. I think there's a lot of other stuff, and then, then they're just like, oh, that's dumb. Weird. But I mean, like I said, they've been doing a lot more U.S. shows on their own. Um, I know they have the LA Dojo, and I think they've been trying to expand it and assign more U.S. talent to use. So it's kind of like they were like, I don't know if we really need you, and then I guess Marty's helped prepare that because, like I said, there's for
0: Supercard during Mania Weekend, there's a bunch more. And we'll see. That's also because it seems like Ring of Honor is very eager to help people. Mm-hmm. but when it comes to helping ring of honor it's not there does that make sense too mm. and i think
1: too like well that was like i said i think that was a lot of last year like if you look before no, then yeah i'm
0: saying that's 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 but, a negative that's been yeah. on them that it's kind of like this recurring thing that people are very eager to help them but i mean they're eager to do whatever they can with anybody, and then it seems like once it goes sour, for some reason, it's Ring of Honor's fault, and then nobody, that person's just like, well, I'm done. Like, I've used you for what I've wanted to.
1: Yeah, well, although, like, I know when they originally parted with, like, NWA, when they are helping them out and letting them be on TV, creating that buzz, they parted, you know... On good terms, so it wasn't like I don't think that soured. I think that was just the time where
0: William Patrick Corgan was like, "Hey," but I don't think I don't. I think it's benefited the other people, but not Ring of Honor. I think during the time it benefited, it gave them buzz. But I think it was more buzz for the NWA. Like I know it helped them out tremendously, but I feel like more people probably watch NWA than they do Ring of Honor it seems more people talk about NWA than they were talking about Ring of Honor. Like, when we stood in line last night, if I polled everybody that watched NWA, it would probably have been a lot more than Ring of Honor because even somebody said, who cares about Ring of Honor?
1: Yeah, I almost hit that guy. I really wanted to hit that guy, but whatever.
0: Um, I had a weapon you could have hit him with since it was a bring-your-own-weapon match and nobody used they it. They didn't use it. Yeah, they didn't even yeah. bring it out to the ring. Kind of kind of mad about that. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, I mean there might be. I mean and we've talked, about it. it's easier to watch NWA where it's on YouTube than it yeah. is Ring of Honor.
0: Like I don't know why they can't like put just put Ring of Honor on on YouTube afterwards. Like I don't know. Like I mean maybe they can't cuz like I said the whole like Claire thing
1: that might be part of it and then I think they still do but they used to like where it will air over the weekend then on Thursday of that week they would put it up for free on the Ring of Honor website yeah but that's and I don't think they really do enough to advert. if they're still doing that they don't do enough to advertise that to tell people hey it's on our site on Thursday if you want to watch yeah, it. yeah
0: and YouTube will just be so much better and they can just use it to host they can get rev they can get They can get external... That's the word I wanted to use. External revenue from people watching it on YouTube. Whereas the Ring of Honor Club... You might be getting some external interview from ads. But I think it might outweigh on YouTube. Because it would be easier to share. You get more engagement. Does that make sense, I guess? Yeah,
1: you get more engagement. Definitely.
0: Because that's one less thing... Like if everybody has smart TVs, guess what the smart TV has? YouTube app. Go yep. into it. Bam, Ring of Honor. Guess what? I don't. Guess what's very hard to do on a TV? Go to the Ring of Honor TV website to watch. Well,
1: that's a good thing now. Like they did it last year. I want to say beginning of last year, middle of last year, where they partnered with Fight, and so you can watch your Honor Club through Fight TV now. Yeah, but now. that's if you have Honor
0: Club. I'm talking. The regular episodes, just put it out for free. Oh, afterwards. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, I think they want they just want to drive everyone to Honor clip at this point. Which I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that because that's where you're going to get a lot of your revenue. Kind of like how with the WWE network.
0: Yeah, but I feel like you have to have that weekly show to engage people to have them say, "Oh, I've seen this." Now, I want to pay the money right. and watch Honor Club, not, ugh, I have to pay to watch this episode later. Yeah. Or it's like NWA. You don't have to. And even like SmackDown, it's on Fox. If you have an antenna, guess what? You can watch it. Or you can even go to Fox's app watch it later. You can go to... You can watch it the day after on Hulu. Like, you're not... Well,
1: actually, you can't do that
0: anymore. Oh, you can't do that anymore? No,
1: it's like two or three week delay. okay. Well, whatever. You can go on the Fox app if you have those. Well, I guess in my mind, they're thinking that's what they do, where, you know, you can watch it on TV over the weekend, and then
0: you go to their app, Ring of Honor app, rather than... I'm just saying that there's a lot less hoops to go to to watch other products. Eh, it's about the same. Well... I have to download another app and I already have apps well you
1: had to download Fox app to watch Smackdown if you didn't watch it on Friday yeah
0: but I can watch other stuff on the Fox app like I can watch live TV on it and I can watch um, Gordon Ramsey's 24 hour kitchen nightmare show he's got or I could watch I don't know something other dumb on Fox <laughs> I don't really watch a lot but I mean there's other, there's other stuff I can watch on <coughs> Fox app than just Ring of Honor
1: well, maybe you're just a filthy casual, not a true fan, then. Sure, I mean,
0: I'm not denying that. Yeah, well. I'm not denying that. Yeah,
1: but I don't know. Like I said, I but I do think, like you said earlier, like the deal with Sinclair and the Honor Club stuff. That's probably a lot of why they can't really put full episodes up on YouTube. So, um, but speaking of all in. I really feel like the biggest thing that hurt Ring of Honor was the Elite leaving and starting their own company at the beginning of last year.
0: I feel like that's because they didn't ha- they hadn't built anybody up. Well, I'm sorry, they yeah. did build somebody up, and he left too. Who? Adam Cole, baby.
1: Oh, yeah, but that was before. Yeah, but like he left. I don't know beginning beginning of eighteen
0: that, yeah. yeah, but they I mean they but like they put they, all could they, you say that they went all in we, they did the they put elite.
1: all their eggs in the elite basket them and like SCU and they hadn't and in all of twenty eighteen they hadn't really built anybody else up to replace them like they were kind con- they were starting to build some people up but nobody would be as big. As, like, the elite.
0: Well, it was kind of like, you're never going to leave me. Why would you leave me? Look at this. We're here together. And then, not only... And I think it doesn't hurt that not only they did they not leave, that they also created another competitor right. for Ring of Honor. Like, it left a huge hole in Ring of Honor, and then it also gave them more competition.
1: Right, and it took people off the board so that way they didn't have they couldn't there wasn't enough people out there for them to pick to fill the void
0: that yeah, the elite left. Yeah. Even if you wanted to build somebody up, it's just like, "Oh, we're taking them too." Yeah. Like even ones that you were like in consideration, we've got them. Like the Butcher and the Blade. It's like, "Oh, we got him." MJF, "Hey, he'd been pretty cool <laughs> in Ring of Honor. We got
1: him." Well, apparently Kip Sabian was on Ring of Honor's radar, and then Ollie was like, "Yep, yeah, we got him." So...
0: Hey, Brandy Roach, you're on our radar. Tough.
1: <laughs> um But yeah, like, and and I know, like, All Elite has kind of, like, is unknown that to everyone on the indie scene, but it kind of hurt them more. Because, like you said, they didn't really have anyone else to fill the void, and then they, after that, they kind of, I felt like they kept a lot of, like, bad booking decisions last year. Like, Like, I don't think making Matt Taven the Ring of Honor world champion was a bad decision but it's how you booked his title reign after that was kind of
0: crappy. Well, And I think that they needed a big name at that point and I don't think he was a big name from the outside. Right. If you were already
1: following Ring of Honor you knew who he was and everything but the outside you probably, if you don't follow
0: Ring of Honor I highly doubt you know who Matt Taven is. Because also if you look at it when TNA started, it really did not hurt Ring of Honor that much. I mean, right. it did, but because they did take a lot of their, they took a lot of the Ring of Honor talent, but it seemed like they were <coughs> able to rebound a lot better. Yeah, and Ring and up until All
1: Elite, that happened to Ring of Honor like every year. Like a lot of their well, top their talent, get
0: like once you're the Ring Poach. of Honor champ, it was just like, oh cool, I'm going to WWE.
1: Right so they get poached every year unless but then you're,
0: you um unless you're one person unless you're unless, Jay Lethal yeah unless you're Jay Lethal
1: which I, that I've never understood I don't know why they've never tried to get Jay Lethal he's incredible talent but I'm glad he's stayed in he's stayed in Ring of Honor helping them and out even Ric
0: Flair has like spoken to his praise
1: of Jay Lethal yeah 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 I know So but then like like other booking decisions that pop in my mind is you have Jeff Cobb and I think this was more like 2018 going into 2019 where he was the TV champion. And he was like undefeated and then like you I think he jobbed out to like Matt Taven in like 10 or 15 minutes on a pay-per-view and then they put like Jeff Cobb versus Brody King on like a pre-show somewhere with like no buildup.
0: Yeah, I don't I didn't understand that because that would basically be a main event right anywhere but ring of honor and not even like a pre-show I don't and I don't think Brody King is really used like he should be yeah yeah
1: well I also don't think it helps he I think he got injured towards the end of last year
0: yeah but he's done with that, and he's still kind of I guess they're protecting him, because it just seems like he's just doing a lot of tag team with Marty.
1: Yeah, well, the majority of his run was either as tag team champ with PCO,
0: or six man ch- champs with PCO and Marty. Yeah, and they have, so. like, Flip doing his own shit in Villain Enterprise, and then it just seems like P.C.O. is doing something and it's just like, why do you have Brody in it?
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, he was injured for a bit, and I think he's fine now. I think he wrestled his first match for Ring of Honor this year at Free Enterprise. So maybe they'll let him team with his good pal Bateman that you love so much. Oh, God. That's his regular tag team in- member in California. I get that. But but yeah, like a lot of like bad decisions, and you've hinted at it. But the idea of bringing in Enzo and Cass and not telling anybody at Madison Square Garden and never doing anything with them.
0: Or just the idea of bringing them in at all was terrible. I don't think bringing them in at all was terrible. Because at one time they were a very hot tag team. Well, they yeah. They were super over. But then
1: they got a lot of bad press. They
0: got a ton of bad press. And I feel like he'd already. What's the timeline? Was that the Madison Square Garden was after that he made that spectacle at WWE when he got kicked out for wearing the wig? I think so. Okay. So, yeah. Then you do that, and it's just like, okay. And then also you had a run-in at the – okay, this is – which I guess they happened at the same time, but it's just like you had a run-in at the Hall of Fame ceremony with Brett. And then you, Madison Square Garden, you have a run-in.
1: Well, yeah, but like they couldn't have known that.
0: They could have known that. But yeah. it's just, I think it was bad timing that that both kind of happened at the same night. I know that they're not planning to, it, but I think that was just bad happenstance. Right. And I think Enzo doing whatever he did at Survivor Series, I would not have booked it like that. Right. Because they got their ass kicked, right? Like, everybody just beat the shit out of yeah, them. Yeah, like, I know the Briscoes did. Yeah, so it's just like, hey, you're trying to have these people come in as an intimidating force, and then, Jabriscos should just beat the shit out of everybody. But. Them boys. Th- didn't, like, Bully Ray beat the shit out of them, too? Like, they were just, like, not being fans, and he just had had it up to here with them.
1: No, that was some that was some other dude, some other show. No, but I thought he beat up Endzone Cat. Wasn't no, he out there during No, that? I don't think so. I think it was like the Briscoes and then like maybe Tomatonga and Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like it didn't help like nobody told them they were doing Tomatonga that. So they legit thought they were I, jumping I don't think the rail.
0: I don't think it's like hey, this is all the work. I think it's like legit hate. Yeah, and then Enzo just looks like a fucking crack addict because he's like shadow boxing and rapping about consensual penis. It's just about fucking anything. I like it'll never. Some, he was doing something replying to Thomas' tweet, and somebody said that Enzo looked like the crackhead outside of the grocery store that's talking to himself. That's true. It was super true, and that's yeah. all I can, you know, imagine in my mind, him doing that. Like not telling anybody was terrible, and just bad. Pl- they had some bad publicity. Ring of Honor bully, wa- <laughs> bully Ray telling that guy to be a fa- like even if he was saying shit he shouldn't have been saying. I don't think that was handled. No, like you don't pull him
1: backstage to intimidate the shit out of him. And then also they had the guy that just passed out. Uh, Which, I mean, props to Alex Shelley for trying to make that a fun thing. Yeah, but...
0: but, (coughs) Ring of Honor goes viral for the wrong reason. Yeah. It's never something good that they go viral with. It's like that. Yeah. And they had poor attendance anyways, and they were, like, there was just pictures everywhere of half, like, filled seats, and then that guy was passed out, you had pulling people to the back, telling them to go out there and be a fan. Right. Yeah. They didn't have security. The whole, uh, shit. Killer Kelly? Kelly Klein. The whole, the
1: whole incident with Kelly Klein, yeah, the women's belt, yeah. Which I it, don't even want to even touch the women's division, the, the, the Women of Honor. What do You mean
0: like you, it's just you can't have somebody under contract for six months and then they never wrestle? <laughs> they like only Maria. show up one time.
1: Yeah. No, like, I feel like, especially last year, like all of I think Women of Honor was just booked bad. Like there was never, there's never any buzz, there's never been any buzz for it outside of. They tried Kelly to. Kelly Klein.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They Terrible. have the worst publicity. Yeah. Like, they go viral. And Johnny, like, Joey Mercury, all that shit going down. Yeah. The concussions. The people that they had on the list of who they did not want to sign. That were champions at the moment. Yeah, which, thank God, like, a lot of people on that list have stayed. I would have told them to fuck off. If my name was on that list... And I saw it I would have told them to fuck on off If they don't want They're either with me or they're against me And me being on that list Basically to me They're against me So I would have just told them to fuck off And I think I would have been right to say that
1: I think that's what Cole Cabana said
0: Because he was on that list And now he's gone Yeah So. You don't need them They need him yeah. That's the thing like everybody on that list Ring of Honor they don't need Ring of Honor. Well maybe that big booty daddy. But <laughs> Shane Taylor. Yeah. But Ring of Honor needs them. They they're in no position to run people off.
1: Well, and this can go this can go into like what we think they should do right and what they're doing right. I think they've kept a lot of people on that list thankfully. They kept Shane Taylor. They kept Brody Lee. They kept Tracy Williams. I can't think of anybody else on that list, but for the most part, they've kept most of them.
0: But here's also the thing. If you get rid of those people on the list, who do you bring in?
1: I mean, that have big buzz around them that aren't already signed somewhere? Yeah, (laughs) That's kind of tough, because there's not a lot of those people out there. Boom. That's their problem. But, I mean, you can try to get...
0: I mean, there are people out like there that you could get and make them ROH originals. Does that make sense? Like, I think they need to get... Like,
1: some some up-and-coming guys. They like,
0: need to get a lot of younger people. Like, some
1: of the guys we saw last night.
0: Like, I think Trey Lamar yes. is a perfect example of somebody that has a lot of potential if Ring of Honor picked him up now worked with him kind of groomed him he has potential in that company yes and could help elevate it because everything I've seen Trey Lamar do he's, he's amazing and he he's I think the key thing is that he's flawless with it or he just makes it look effortless right
1: yeah, yeah. I think getting some of the younger guys in there, season them for about a year or so, bring them up on TV, and, and I then think they can be something. you
0: take care of some of the people that have been on the indies for a long time that people haven't taken a chance on. Like you've kind of flirted with.
1: You I mean kind of like what they've done with PCO?
0: Yeah. Because
1: this, I mean, even though I'm not a fan of him as world champion right now, this is like his
0: best... He's living his best life. Living his best life I right now. I don't know now. why you don't want him to live his best life. They had him on the newspaper in Canada. In Toronto. I just I just don't... He was at a hockey event. I don't
1: feel like if you're in a real like rebuilding phase, like he's getting you the buzz and stuff that you need. He
0: was at a hockey event in his hometown on the newspaper. <laughs> what more buzz do you want than that?
1: Is that international buzz? Not really. Yeah, it kind of is. It's no, in Canada. Not really.
0: All right. Here, okay. Trey Morris one. Okay. I would take a chance on facade. Yes, I don't know why they haven't
1: because he's been on their TV before.
0: And he trained with he was a trainer with the great Khali. That's like a double helping. Yeah. Uh, Vance Warner. Vance has signed
1: up multi year with uh, MLW. Has he? Yes. When yeah, did that happen? Court Bauer came out and said he's on a multi-year contract because everybody was saying how All Elite was trying to get him.
0: I wonder how many more years of that is uh I don't know. Well, damn. Yeah. All right. Um, shit, now I've lost my train of thought.
1: I don't think it's going to happen because I think they fucked up, but I put Chris Dickinson on that list.
0: How did they fuck up with him?
1: Uh, apparently they were going to, and then when the – time of the event to bring him on was and he was like hey where's my flight where's this they like ghosted him like they were gonna bring him on and they fucked it up why so. would
0: you not want the dirty daddy with the I long dick strings I don't know he has the longest dick strings in all of wrestling
1: plus he's gonna be debuting in MLW so would you? I mean I'd try to get all of um team Pazuzu team Pazuzu like I would've got him I would've got
0: Jocko what about Sanchez Pinky I Sanchez. I don't
1: know enough about Pinky Sanchez. I'd to, get them all three. Mm.
0: Get all three of them. Would you get War Horse So you could be with Dan House? Yes.
1: I mean, if you get Dan in, then yeah, you get Warhorse.
0: I don't know why. I, f- I mean, I kind of feel sorry for him. I know that he's the longest ring IW you know, independent wrestling right. champ. But just get him. um I think a good one for their women's would probably be um Alley Cat. Yeah. And you could get... Who else?
1: Like, Kimberly, think, Kimberly's still a big name that nobody really has signed yet. Yeah, and
0: I think that she's done a good... the After leaving NXT, trying to build herself back up yeah. to stay... I know she's done a lot with Shakara.
1: Which didn't. She left NXT. It wasn't like they got rid of her, right? She left.
0: I cannot remember.
1: I think she left. I think she's kind of in the same boat as Kylie Ray.
0: I thought it was kind of. Because she left
1: AEW also.
0: Yeah, I know that she left AEW, but I thought it was kind of like more of like the Peraza. That it was kind of like, hey, um, like what you're doing but take a year get more seasoned show us what you can do improve on yourself basically
1: I didn't think it was that because I thought they were really high on her after the May Young Classic and then she
0: wrestled quite a bit
1: and then it just came out of nowhere that she left well,
0: I can't think what was her name again I'm sorry
1: it's a uh, Kimberly But, I mean, she would be a good name for their women's division. Like you said,
0: Alley Cat would be good. Um, Would you try to get David Starr? Or do you think David Starr would?
1: I think they've tried because David Starr's been in there before. So, I don't know what they did that they never pulled the trigger on keeping him or they did something and he's like, I'm out. But, yeah, I would try to get David Starr. Like, he's just really good in all facets of the game.
0: Wikipedia said that she was... WWE released her from her contract.
1: I thought she asked for her release is what I thought I saw, but I could be wrong.
0: Hmm... So, but. Oh, you also have Lufisto
1: too. Yes, I take a chance on her. I would. I mean, I know it seems like right now Ring of Honor is trying to tap into the Australian market with uh, Slex, Adam Brooks, and uh, what was the name of that woman that they just signed? Something Fiend, Kellyanne Fiend. Oh,
0: would you get um. Um, what's her name? Shayna McKenzie. Oh, Shaza, Shaza, McKenzie.
1: Shaza McKenzie? Yeah. I would, but I feel like she's done a couple things in AEW that they're probably going to try to sign her. I mean, she's good. I saw her in a remix last year. So, but... But not only like, like you can still get all you can get all this talent, but that's only one part of the equation. You have to have better booking, also, which I think they've taken steps in that direction this year. With at least their first, their three shows they've done so far, they've all been booked pretty well. Like they put on good shows yeah, and good matches. I mean,
0: I don't think Delirious and Bully Ray were doing the best of jobs.
1: No, and I feel like maybe Delirious had been got burnout because I think he's been doing it for years. Um, I think him and Marty working together with Marty being the head booker, but Deliria's still helping is going to do great things. And I
0: think Gresham's going to help. Gresham doing the women's division should help. Th- and I think it would be best to not have Grace in the talks for the women's division of Ring of Honor because of that.
1: I don't think she is. She signed with Impact.
0: I know that, but I mean, people would assume.
1: Uh, yeah, but I don't see that happening. Um... And then they're doing a lot of like buzzworthy stuff lately. Like trying to, they're bringing back the pure title, which that's going to be like a multi show tournament. Because like Columbus and Pittsburgh. And then they just announced a show in Philadelphia that'll have like the quarterfinals or semifinals in it. So they'll be stretching that over some shows, which is good. Supercard of Honor's got buzz. Because it seems like. They're repairing the New Japan relationships, and it has a bunch of them on there. And then with the women's division, they're they have a, they're doing a new women's title, and they'll be doing a tournament to crown that champion. So, and then they've brought back the NWA relationship. Yeah, I think that will help. I that think that's, that's been good. helping create some buzz.
0: Ring of Honor needs the buzz, not the other companies. And when they work with another company, like I said before, it seems like the other company gets all the buzz.
1: Right. But then I th- you just have Ring of Honor but back I think, to where they're at. But I think this time Ring of Honor's getting the buzz. Yeah, I think that helps So they're on a
0: – I mean, they always have a dip and an up, and I feel like they're on their up.
1: Yeah. So I think right now what they're doing is good. <sighs> For me, and I've said it before, I think you need a new world champion.
0: Yeah. Sure. to be the
1: face. I would, I'd take a chance on Roosh again. I'd put Marty on it. I think that sends the wrong message.
0: I know, but if he's in, whatever, he's a name. I know. I you need a name. Honestly, Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Yeah, that might keep him around a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, which I think them having, fixing the relationship with New Japan is helping because he wants, from what I read, he wants to, he wants to be a free agent, but he wants to do more in Japan, and PWG and Ring of Honor. Yeah. It seems like so. So I think they're on the path to fixing their mistakes from last year. It's kind of a wait and see, you know, slowly building. So we'll see what it looks like at the end of middle to end of this year. I think it'll be better for them. Yeah, I know. I'm more excited for it than I was last year. So I think it's gonna be pretty sweet. Some might even say too sweet.
0: Ooh. Well, that's all I really... Yeah, I think that wraps up this little supplemental I so episode. Yeah. I hope you all enjoyed it. Listen, we're going to change a few things. I know that we've been coming out on Thursdays. It might become Mondays.
1: Yeah, Uh. once we set down a final date for that,
0: we'll let you know and we'll mm-hmm. hype it up. And keep people, like I said, we're on Wednesdays. Six oh five in the no Thursday six oh five in the morning a.m. Oh, is that what you've been doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I told you that. Yeah. And like I said, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. My name's Adam. I've um, been with Day Hall. So uh, check us out some more. Let us know if you want more of these. If you want less. Yeah. What else? Other topics? I was gonna say about. we we've got some ideas for some topics. but yeah. We'd love to hear what y'all want. ninety six. WCW 99. 99. All the dub dub. All the dub C dub. Yeah. All right. So thanks for checking us out. Bye.